Warning. Crime Convo features potentially triggering content about real-life crimes. There will be content such as violence, crimes against children, physical abuse, sexual abuse, and death. Listener and parental discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to Crime Convo. Come and join the conversation. My name is Alyssa. I'm Destiny. And I'm Nikki. Okay, welcome guys. So today I am drinking a beatbox mixed with Sprite to dilute it. Um, Those are dangerous. <laughs> that's why I mixed it with Sprite to dilute it. So, I'm actually not drinking any alcohol today. Okay. But I do have two beverages. I have some Propel water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Propel's good. And, and some coffee in my Gizmo coffee cup. Yes, because I am... Nice. I just got back onto my diet plan as a couple days ago, so I'm going to wait a couple weeks before I drink alcohol again because I got to try to get back in and, and all that stuff. So as much as I want to be drinking alcohol right now and right. any other time, I'm trying good to you. be good and the boys in the house are now trying to eat healthy with me and everything too. The only oh, downfall to that even is I Eric? have to cook for three people now. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now we're on a um, health journey. I love it. Yeah, so the only not healthy food we have is the snack stuff that we have for my niece and my nephews when they stay over here and we put it in a yeah, box and put it away for when we're not for when they're not yeah, here. Yeah, but healthy snacks have to be like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. I'm drinking a truly citrus punch. I don't really like citrus, but it's it's not bad. I just I like truly's. So we wanted to move what's normally at the end of our episodes in case people, you know, miss out on it. Um, we have a Patreon now. So it is Crime Convo Podcast. You should be able to just look us up on Patreon. The membership is $2 per month. Mm -hmm. And what you get with that is you get the ability to sit in with us while we record which just so you know it's messy there's lots of pee breaks and stuff that gets cut out so that would be something that you could get and we do today have our first audience listener so hopefully everything will work out and we'll be able to get uh, chat messages with questions or things that come up and we'll be able to bring them up while we're recording so super excited and we hope to see the rest of you guys here in our audience Shout out to our first audience member, my sister. Whoop, whoop. Hello, Destiny's sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today, this case, not going to lie, is probably going to make you guys mad. Not as mad as we were last time with Nikki's case. Oh, not as not as mad as Oakley? No. It's a hard oh, one man. to beat. <laughs> that one was just... I have not been that angry at something like Dude. that before like oh man and mm, mm, yeah i'm gonna listen to it, go listen to it right now yeah. skip this and go listen to that yeah yes. if you haven't listened to that episode guys you definitely should because it's it's a heart-wrenching story it's a case that's still open and we still need we need to get that little girl and her loved ones justice but right we're gonna listen to what destiny has to say and we're gonna this is why I wish I had alcohol, because it helps ease the pain. <laughs> but I got my cute little gizzy cup. Look at him, he's so cute. I do like your cup. It is very cute. It is very cute. Coffee is always life, too. Coffee coffee is also life. So it's Coffee yes. Is, is, yes, the essence of life. Especially yeah. where we're from. <laughs> I gotta have my coffee every day. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with talking about the victims in this case. I don't want to give too much publicity to this person that committed the crime, but you will get to hear a little bit about, about her and about what happened after I kind of talk about the victims a little bit. Um, so the two victims in this case is 20-year-old Dominic Russo and 19-year-old Davion Flanagan from Strongsville, Ohio. So a little bit about Dominic. He was born on September 24th, 2001. Same birthday as somebody else special in my life that you guys know. 
Um, yes. Um, right. Um, he was born to Christine and Frank Russo, four brothers and two sisters, Angelo, Christine, Nicole, Michael, and Frank. He is described by family and friends as a loving brother, cousin, uncle, and friend. He loved to read and help other people. And he was interested in joining the military. Alright. Sounds like a people good kid. People could always... Yeah. yeah. People could always confide in him and look to him for support. So overall, he sounds like a great person. Yeah. He also was very interested in music and wanted to be a music producer. Oh. Yeah. So in 2022... kind of people? Yeah. <laughs> In 2022, he graduated from Strongsville High School, and at the time of his death, he was dating Mackenzie Sherilla. Okay. Yeah. His funeral... mm, Yeah. His (laughs) funeral was held at St. John's Church... St. Joseph's, sorry, Church on August 8th, 2022. Now a little bit about Davion Flanagan. So the two were friends... Davion was born on March 11th, 2003. So even more of a baby. Oh my God. Yes. Um, Parents were, (laughs) yeah. His parents were Scott and Jamie Flanagan. And he had two sisters, uh, Daphne and Dahlia. The three of them grew up in foster care until they were adopted in 2012 by Jamie and Scott. So Jamie and Scott are their adopted parents. I love that they got to get adopted together. I feel like yeah, that's probably not I thought that was common. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He always looked out for his family and friends. And he played football. It was something he really loved. And he was a starting running back. I don't know what that's that cool. means. Well, starting that you're like the first line. So you're always going to play pretty much. Okay. I don't know what a running back does. but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my Lord, yeah. you guys. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give you a football lesson, but like you football. need to educate yourself, okay? <laughs> educate yourself. Right. And he wanted to eventually own his own barber shop. Oh. So he was really interested in being a barber. He was friends with Mackenzie Shirilla and Dominic Russo at the time of his death. His funeral was held at Grace Church on August 14th of 2022. And at the funeral, his parents told the story of how they were searching the foster to adopt website when they saw Davion, Davney and Dahlia and felt like they were the kids that they wanted to adopt. Hmm. They decided that they were going to sleep on it and decide the next day. But then something really crazy happened and their social worker called them that morning and told them that she had already put their application in for a group of kids that she thought were perfect for them oh, without asking. Gosh. Keep in mind They didn't tell her that they were considering Davion and his sisters, but those were the same kids that she put the application in for. Oh, so I thought that was really, really sweet that that's their story. Like, that's so awesome that they were like, these might be the kids. Let's sleep on it. And then the social worker's like, oh, I already put your application in. Mm, yeah. You have to tell me that these are the kids. You know, if Eric and I went and ended up going like the, um, the adoption route and i found out that there were siblings i would absolutely be like we gotta take these both ones. of them all three of them all four of them like yeah i don't care we yeah. gotta do whatever we can to keep them together right you know because that's so important well and starting on this topic it just like knowing that these two young boys with what seems like a lot of potential and 100 percent and a level of direction at, at what they would have been 18 at the time having any idea what they wanted to do and 20 yeah like, i didn't know what i wanted to do at that time and for them to at least have any kind of idea like that oh yeah yeah they definitely both sounded like they they were great people and that they had a lot going for them and that they were mm-hmm. going to succeed in life before tragedy struck so now we're gonna go into a little bit about that so, as I mentioned, Mackenzie Sherilla is the common factor between these two. Well, not the common factor. They were, Davion and, and Dominic were friends. And like I said, Mackenzie was Dominic's girlfriend and Davion's kind of friend. I think they met through Dominic. By association. Yeah, I think yeah. they met through Dominic. 
So Mackenzie was a 17-year-old graduate from Strongsville High School at the time of this incident. Babies. We will get into her character a little more as we dive into this story. Oh, no. I think now that I hear these names, I think I might have seen something about this on, like, Facebook or something. I'm sure you have. It's, it's very recent. <laughs> the names so. definitely seem familiar because the siblings all have names that start with a D. Yeah. And the girlfriend clearly has something to do with what goes on. So... I feel like I've seen something about this, too. Like, the names. I remember three siblings with this, with a D name. I remember something yeah. about that, baby. Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to get into what happened that led to the deaths of Davion and Dominic. On the night of July 30th, 2022, leading into the early morning hours of July 31st, 2022, the three were at a friend's house smoking weed. It is not clear exactly when they left this friend's house. Um, however, around 5.30 a.m., surveillance video shows a 2018 Camry turning down a street and then speeding up to nearly 100 miles per hour. Yep, I saw this. So these cameras don't point at the crash site, but you can clearly see the car speeding up and going for a brick building that's at the end of the street. A brick building. A brick mm -hmm. building. Mm hmm What in the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. Yep. A brick building. Around 6 a.m. that same morning, a runner saw the car wreck and called it into the police. Davion was in the back seat, Dominic in the passenger seat, and Mackenzie in the driver's seat. Hmm. Mm hmm Yeah. Mm hmm So, since the boys were both trapped inside the vehicle for over an hour, they were both pronounced dead at the scene. Mackenzie was unconscious, but she was alive. So they were trapped in the car for over an hour. So does that either mean A, the accident happened and nobody came to the accident? Or did that mean that they couldn't get them for an hour and they were doing everything they could get to get to them? So because of where it was at in this town and because of the time that it was at, at so early in the morning, there wasn't people out. To see what had happened. So the building must have been like a business or something that wasn't yeah. open. Like it wasn't somebody's house or something. No, it was not so somebody's house. So nobody even heard it if they hit a brick wall. It had to be so far away from where people live I'm, and whatever. I'm not sure as to how far away it was. But I know that it was It was referred to as being an obscure route. So to me, that tells me it's probably not close to a bunch of people. It's probably, you know, somewhere where people might not hear it right away. So this mm -hmm. person that was jogging is the one that found it. Apparently it was a brick wall of a commercial building 20 miles mm -hmm. southwest of downtown Cleveland. Okay. So it was probably like a business area. And I believe the town they're from is pretty small. So it could have been like off in like the outskirts or I couldn't find any inf more information like telling like, oh, there was no houses around or anything like that. Yeah. Um, All right. Fun fact. Her foot was still on the gas pedal when she was found. This busy. Mm-hmm. So when she arrived at the hospital, it was determined she was going to make a full recovery after her injuries were treated. An investigation was opened up into this crash right away. I mean... My biggest question is, how do you wreck a car and kill two people in the passenger side and not kill yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she probably was trying to, but she failed. I mean, stranger things have happened. True. That, that is, is true. true. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. So while she was in the hospital and after she was released, Dominic and Davion's families both said, as well as many other people in their community, they found that their her behavior was controversial. So she was obviously not a good kid. Yeah, as well as her parents' behavior after the incident. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we'll get into that a little more. Her parents did not ever show any concern for the families of the deceased. And of, like I said, this is according to the other people in the situation. Okay. But only for Mackenzie's reputation. Once rumors started flying around about this crash, possibly being intentional. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of seems that way. 
For her reputation? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were more worried about... So once the rumors started going around, they were more worried about, oh, her reputation and what people were saying on like Facebook and stuff about her rather than, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, this happened. This is our daughter's fault, whether it was an accident or not. Well, obviously, this girl had a reputation that people were like, she did this intentionally. I mean... And if it's a small enough town, like being from a small town, that shit gets around really fast. So yeah. sounds to me the reputation was more like we got to save face to save her reputation for whatever it was to whatever level it was is what it sounds like to me. She was like, oh, she has such a good reputation. She's a good person. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to try to save that. No, right. fuck you and your goddamn reputation. People Seriously. die. And obviously I'm not a parent, but like. I can't see myself if my kid were to just my kid's not going to be a dick in general around me anyway. And if I hear that they're a dick to other people, I'm going to end that as fast as that shit happens. Mm-hmm. But don't be one of those parents that just supports your kid through all of the dumb things that they do. Like you are the ones that are supposed to teach them right from wrong. And clearly these parents did not have that in mind. They weren't thinking like yeah, did 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 you do it? Did you must? And obviously, we don't know what their conversation was in private, but right. And I I don't want to say that they're bad parents or anything like. But you can't. I mean, you can't necessarily blame a parent for wanting to support their kid. But if your kid is clearly in the wrong, you're failing as a parent by supporting them when they've yeah. done something wrong. Right. Well, I can understand that some parents are like in a delusional state where they maybe they believe everything that their child says. Yeah. Um, cause I've met people like that where, oh, my kid can do no wrong. It was right. definitely your kid's fault or it was definitely blah, blah, blah. Was she an only child? She has a sister and a brother. Mm. No mention of her sister and brother in a lot of the content and stuff and the stuff I researched, but that is a really good question. I wonder if she's the baby then. She might be. I think. I mean, obviously I'm making very rough. Yeah. She might be. I don't. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Like I said, all a lot of the content and stuff that I watched on her, like no mention of her siblings, probably because people don't really want to talk about her life. They more so just want to talk about what happened because they don't want to give too much spotlight to her, which understandable. Yeah. So after the investigation, it was determined that this crash was intentional. Ah. Hmm. November 4th of 2022. So almost exactly a year ago from when we're recording this. Mackenzie was arrested for aggravated vehicular manslaughter and was charged with the following. Four counts of murder. Four counts of felonious assault. Two counts of aggravated vehicular manslaughter. One count of drug possession because she had mushrooms in her car. One count of criminal tools. She had a digital scale in her car that they believed was for measuring drugs. Yeah. So she's got 12 charges. Wait, why does she have four counts? I couldn't figure that out. I am not sure. She only murdered two, but I'm wondering if it has something to do with the nature of the situation. I'm not exactly, I'm not privy Hmm. to like the legal stuff. Interesting. I couldn't figure that part out. I was confused by that too. Yeah. (laughs) So then in April of 2023, she attended an arraignment hearing via Zoom and pleaded not guilty to all charges. Of course. Mm, Yeah. The judge set bail at $500,000 and issued a no-contact order between Mackenzie and the victim's families. Rightfully so. Good. Don't be contacting them. July 19th of 2023, she was offered a plea deal. And she was told that if she pleaded guilty to two of the murder charges and one possession charge, she would get a lighter sentence. And despite knowing that if she went to trial, they would try her as an adult... She chose not to take the deal because she was cocky. I mean, I can understand not taking the deals like that, but, like, at the same time. But to be fair, like, if I didn't do it, yes, I would want. I mean, like, I guess it depends. Like, if you have a really good lawyer, they're going to tell you what your chances are of winning. Right. And maybe. Yeah. I feel like if I didn't do something, I would be more likely to go to trial. But some people, they think in their mind, like, oh, there's no way that they're going to, there's no way they're going to get me with this. She was driving the car. Like, even if it was not. She could get manslaughter. Yeah. Even if it was not deemed intentional, she could, she could have still gone to jail. So, like, there's no. Yeah. Well, I. There's definitely been, like, cases where people that truly are innocent 
have taken pleas because there yes. wasn't enough backing for them to yeah you know be found innocent or whatever and they still have to spend time yeah. in jail or prison or whatever which sucks but i feel like in this case it was her ego and clearly whatever was messed up in her mind and yeah. however she f- saw herself to where yeah. she turned it down because she she most likely turned down a way better sentence in jail time than what yeah. she was facing. Yep. Well, and I would say to everybody, go on YouTube, watch the the full trial's not on there, but at least parts of it are. Parts of and it, her yeah. sentencing's on YouTube. Go there and watch it and tell me if you think she's authentic because I think she's full of shit. Um <laughs> like did it go into any detail or do you know how they determined that it was intentional? There is evidence. Some of it might be circumstantial, but I will go through that here in the following few minutes. Okay. They were not sure if she was trying to kill herself in this crash also or not. So now I'm sure at this point you're wondering why people think this crash was intentional, which you just said you were. Mm-hmm. Prepare to be pissed off. Oh, God. And annoyed um, because, you know, this girl's obviously guilty. In my humble opinion, <laughs> allegedly <laughs> I don't know how you said that <laughs> allegedly allegedly um, yeah so Mac- well it's not a never mind we'll, we'll get into that Mackenzie claims to have no memory of the crash itself she says that she doesn't rem- quote doesn't remember anything and was going to try to be hypnotized to remember this was found in text between her and Dominic's mom so that's what she said to Dominic's mom was that she didn't remember and that she was going to try to get hypnotized to remember. Okay. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, so her mom, Natalie, says that the crash may have happened because Mackenzie has a condition called POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia <laughs> syndrome, which, according to the internet, causes dizziness or fainting when the person is stands up after laying down due to sodium or hydration levels being low. So vertigo? So I know vertigo. We're all calling Yeah. No, no, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. I know that we're all calling BS right now. Dumb. <laughs> because she was driving. So the chances of this to me and to most people are very slim. And it was never confirmed if she actually has this condition at all. At least oh, God. at least at the trial. Some speculation was that maybe Mackenzie was trying to kill herself, like I said, but it is more widely believed that she wanted to get rid of Dominic because she believed that he was going to break up with her because of her toxic ass. Oh, so there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, it is. So on August 7, 2023, her bench trial begins. She waived her right to a jury, so the judge gets to make the final decision. So that's what a a bench trial is, is that the judge makes the decision. No jury, just the judge. So some of the evidence to back up the suspicion that she wanted to get rid of her boyfriend. The following. According to Dominic's family, friends, and others who were around this couple, confirmed that she had threatened Dominic many times, and that she was likely going to break up he sorry he was likely going to break up with her because he was tired of her shit um there was also an incident not long before this crash took place so like a month or a couple months when dominic called his mom to come pick him up because Mackenzie was threatening to crash the car during an argument i have zero words yeah (laughs) there's also an audio clip that was played in court which Mackenzie was outside of his door. So his house where he lives with his parents. Let me guess. Banging on the door, screaming, yelling, being a crazy teenager. Yeah. And when he would not let her, he would not let her into the house. She threatened to key his car. His mom is the one that recorded the whole interaction. Cray cray. Yep. I'm pretty sure the term for that for you youngins is ratchet. Definitely ratchet. Ugh, that freaking word. Oh, look up a photo of this girl. She's I'm ratchet. I'm too old for a lot of these words and phrases that anyone under the age of 30 uses. And when the word ratchet came out, it literally drove me crazy. <laughs> like, everyone's saying bro these days. And now I started right. saying it because I've been around too many younger people. 
when I was younger, the word was bra, but I never said it because I still thought it was stupid. But the word I still say a lot from my childhood was dope. I still say dope a lot. Man, I, mean, I can't. That's a, I can't subscribe to dope. I just can't. That's because you're. No, because to like me, dope is better than me. That's why. <laughs> dope means meth to me. Dude, so. those lashes, though. I know. I know. Ratchet. It was believed that Davion was just collateral damage in this situation. <sighs> A so, human life is collateral damage. To her, sure. So the route that she took this night coming home from the friend's house was obscure and not a normal route to be taken to or from this person's house or a route that Mackenzie would take because it is out of the way. There is cell phone data and camera footage that puts Mackenzie on this route three days prior to the crash, likely to plan and scope it out. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. So she scoped out the brick wall? She scoped out I feel out like that was one of the things that I had read or seen or something with, uh, online or on the news or something that about her scoping out the spot. I vaguely remember something like that. Because wasn't there like video footage? Is that what you just said? Yeah, so she drove this route that she normally would not have taken for any reason. It was believed that she, I mean, obviously, like, she's never going to admit that, right? But that it was believed that she did it to scope it out and to see the route and how it was going to take place. I mean, she obviously had to have the intention of killing herself, too. Like, yeah. Oh, Oh, my boyfriend's gonna break up with me, so I'm gonna kill him and me so that we'll- I mean, I don't know. She's, like, really stupid, so (laughs) maybe she didn't think that she would die. She's really stupid. Yeah, I mean, but she is really stupid, so maybe she didn't think she would die, you know? (laughs) I mean, I'm not wrong. So, an expert determined and testified at the trial that the gas pedal was pushed to the car's full capacity and that there was no attempt to brake. Based on data extracted from the car's computer. Which is, which that's, that's a thing. That's a whole mm-hmm. ass thing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, oh you can God. tell, you can tell by the data if, if someone tried to press the brake or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the accident that my, my brother Randy passed away in, um, mm-hmm. he was 17 when he passed away. His girlfriend was the one that was driving. Um, although she, the state still prosecuted her for vehicle manslaughter. Um, they're... My family supported her because of evidence like that. So the evidence actually showed, yes, she was going fast. She has no memory of what happened. She almost died herself. But um, you, the evidence shows that she was actually pumping the brake and had pulled the e-brake to try to get the car to stop. And the car would not stop. Wow. Didn't yeah. the, uh, ga- the ga- you said the gas pedal got stuck down? No, it wasn't that the gas pedal got stuck down. Excuse me. It was the car had sudden acceleration problems. Which is a thing on um, certain cars. So that vehicle yeah. ended up getting recalled eventually. But they still went after her though. And she still got felony for it and all that stuff. So Right. Because the state looked at it as, well, somebody died. So someone yeah, has to exactly. pay the consequences. So why she Which didn't is think, understandable. Why she didn't yeah. think she would get in trouble. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. my personal opinion thus far is she was hoping it would have been a murder-suicide. That's what I think too. Because, I mean, she was a stupid teenager, obviously, but... No, you you full throttle drive into a brick wall. But she was really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay, but think about... Okay, I can't even think about when we were teenagers, because listen, like, we were never this stupid. We were not this stupid. (laughs) (laughs) We were not a particular homicide. Well, let's get through the rest of the evidence and then we'll see what you guys think. So keep in mind the mushrooms and the digital scale that were found in the vehicle after the she crash. Was a drug dealer or something. Yeah. Yeah. So this, th- that's what led to her drug and her, um, was it a paraphernalia charge or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. So a detective even went as far as to put together an entire file of 136 items called reckless driving for Mackenzie that wow. contain photos of her smoking a cigarette believed to contain marijuana kind of like the one you pulled up <laughs> um, oh actually there's more there's more than that um, there's more pictures than just that one behind the wheel of the car you know so she is smoking these joints behind the wheel of the car and many other scenarios of recklessness while she is driving 
So Mackenzie also posted a TikTok that said, so it was like her and she was just like kind of going like, I mean, if you can see me, she's just kind of like has her eyes up facing. And then it says, I am just one of those girls who can do a lot of drugs and not die. Oh my god. god. She really was stupid or is stupid. Uh, which spoke uh, even more to the fact that she was reckless and doing all this crazy stuff. And all these people these days put everything online. Literally everything. What the fuck? Those lashes? Oh my lord. Alyssa is scrolling through photos on Google and she just pulled up the picture that I am speaking about right now. <laughs> How recent was this? This was last year? This is in 2022. Yes. Okay, because yeah. TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Because TikTok. <laughs> All these moronic people literally put everything online. Your ass is going to get caught doing everything and anything, and you're dumb if you think otherwise. If I was going to murder somebody, I'm not going to post on my Facebook, on my way to bury a body. Nor would I be carrying my phone with me. My phone would be turned off and in a different city. I think I'm going to commit vehicular homicide today. What do you think? Yeah. Let me jump in the car with you. Just let the world know that I do drugs. That's a good idea. Fuck. Yeah. Stupid. Right? So the pr- prosecution also talked about her lack of remorse after the crash. Yeah, I could believe that. So listen to this. One of the first things that she asked police officers at the hospital before she even knew that she was being charged with anything. This is right after she woke up from being asleep or whatever, passed out after the crash. Mm-hmm. She asked if they could just suspend her license for 10 years. <laughs> this is before they told her she was being charged with it. This is before the investigation. Anything. Oh my lord. Can you just... So imagine waking up and being like, well, you know, this was an accident. Can you just Can suspend you just take my, my license, license for, for 10 years? years? Girl. Girl. Oh, yeah. What? Yes! Oh my god. Okay. Okay, so I gotta be honest, and and I'm probably gonna get some hate for this, but is she stupid or is she just seventeen? And no, thinks she's stupid. That, and thinks that you know, because hundred percent stupid. Uh, probably a combination of both. I mean, stupid. <laughs> Chat says mentally ill. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. there's something not right at least. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. So then, also in the hospital. She was looking up modeling opportunities. Uh, oh, Lord. Her mom was also communicating with a modeling company via Instagram at this time. So right after her daughter murders two people, well, allegedly murders yeah. two people and is in the hospital. When I do post some photos on on Instagram and Facebook after the podcast goes live, I will be including the screenshot of some of these messages. Her mom was quoted on these posts saying, this is just as painful for her as it is for anyone else, maybe even more painful. Referring to the accident when she's talking to the modeling agency. Because obviously it was like in the news. You're like, this wait happened. a minute. This is yeah. Her? So this is why she's dumb because her mom's dumb. They're both dumb. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so she was even posting loving. So Mackenzie, sorry, not her mom, was posting loving comments on Dominic's obituary. Everyone believed that these were insincere and that they, and then they were removed, they were removed after that because everybody's like, this is bullshit. She is full of it. Seriously. Mm hmm. So going back to her showing no remorse, she went to a concert in a wheelchair very shortly after being released from the hospital with photo evidence. So there's a photo of her. Um, Also, she decided to dress up as something for Halloween Guess what she dressed up as? A freaking corpse. After oh. she just killed two people, whether it was an accident or not. Right? I said, girl, be pissed off. See, the concert thing I can understand because, like, for me, concerts are literally heaven for me, and that's how I decompress is Yeah, but music. you didn't just but kill two people. Yes. So exactly. Um, <laughs> I think you would feel differently. I mean, like, obviously, like, if somebody in your family dies or something, it's different. But if you just murdered, not murdered, or just like accidentally killed two people, I feel like that's why they're showing this as an exhibit is because, okay, you're just barely got released from the hospital after killing two people and potentially yourself and you're out here doing X, Y, and Z. It's just another thing that they mm-hmm. use to show like she doesn't care. 
about what's going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So her mom, of course, excused these actions by saying she just deserved to have some fun. This just played even more into what the prosecution was trying to get across. Her attorney was trying to prove that the crash was an accident. Of course. The defense argued that she may have been swerving to miss something in the street. Or that maybe Dominic or Davion grabbed a wheel and this caused the crash. First of all, nobody swerves to miss something in the street with your foot all the way down on the gas pedal. If anything, you're going to slow down. 100%. Her family testified... So this is her family was testifying. Oh, their relationship was so great. And she loved Dominic so much. Can you tell that I don't believe her? (laughs) I mean, I could believe that she thought she loved him so much. But at 17, you don't know what love is. And she. Well, but they were. I think the the key here was that they were testifying that their relationship was great. Whereas the other side's like. um, No, it wasn't. It was toxic. To say that it was toxic, you know. Right. There's more evidence saying it was toxic than that it was a good relationship. Not to say she didn't love him, because maybe she did. I don't know. I'm not to say, but after four days of trial, so this was pretty quick. Judge Russo, no relation to Dominic, by the way, just the same last name, different families completely, made her decision on August 14th of 2022. Mackenzie was found, drumroll, guilty of all 12 charges. Oh, and good. Her license, her license is suspended for life. Oh, you got what you wanted, girl. Your license suspended. So this is what the judge had to say. <laughs> and this is a quote directly from what the judge said at the sentencing. And this is, this is honestly the most like, <laughs> this is some shit. So she said, this is the type of evidence that you can never unsee. You can never forget the visuals of it. It is chilling and tragic. As you review that exhibit, talking about the video of her, of the crash, you know that you are watching an on, the oncoming deaths of two people and there is nothing you can do to stop it. The video clearly shows purpose and intent by the defendant. She chose a course of death and destruction that day. Uh, exhibit 802 crystallizes the deadly decision making of the defendant she morphs from a responsible driver to literally hell on wheels as she makes her way down the street Mackenzie alone made the decision to drive the car on an obscure route a route she visited a few days before and a route not continually taken by her Mackenzie alone chose the time to make the drive early in the morning when any reasonable person would expect few people to be nearby to witness it or offer life-saving assistance. She made these decisions despite knowing any reasonable person would that her mission of death could have involved others, not even in the car with her, other people, other cars, pedestrians. And she wouldn't have cared if she hurt other people in the process. Mm -hmm. She had a mission and she executed it with precision. The mission was death. Mackenzie alone decided to push the pedal to the floor and demand the ultimate speed of that vehicle, 90 to 100 miles per hour. She alone decided what was to be. Mackenzie decided death was the ultimate goal that day, and she alone made that decision for Dominic and Davion, and she continuously acted in a manner to achieve her purpose. Whether or not she also intended to kill herself is a matter of speculation with no relevance to the weighing of the evidence in this case. The totality of evidence clearly demonstrates that Mackenzie Sherilla acted purposely and intentionally in the early morning hours on July 31st, 2022, and that her purpose was to kill Dominic Russo and Davion Flanagan. No reasonable fact finder could view the totality of this evidence in this case and come to any other conclusion. Yeah. Her actions were controlled, methodical, deliberate, intentional, and purposeful. This was not reckless reckless driving. This was murder. And that is a quote from the judge. And yeah. I agree 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was murder. 100%. Mm -hmm. 
Mackenzie will serve a minimum of 15 years in prison for the two for two concurrent life sentences. So concurrent means they're running together, like not 15 and then 15. After another, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, So it's 15. That's a minimum of 15. So 15 to life. And the victim's families were kind of mixed on what they wanted to happen to her. Yeah. Um, So Dominic's dad, Frank, said he didn't support the idea of her going to prison for life. And that this whole thing has been horrible for everybody and that it would make, it wouldn't make him feel better if her whole life was ruined. She's just a little kid and she needs help, which I could understand that. Yeah. Um, however, Davion's that sister. Point. Yeah. Right. Um, but Davion's sister said that she hoped Mackenzie would receive the maximum sentence and that in the three years that she knew her, she always took the easy way out of everything. Yeah, that seems like it could be a fair... Uh fair statement i mean imagine being in the position like we as adults can see teenagers be teenagers and i mean i've done shit that if i could go back i wouldn't do it knowing what i know now but being in the position of if she were to get the maximum sentence like she would she would be a little bit older than me if she got out at 15 years you know and i am a completely different person than i was at 17 and oh 100% then the goal would be like do the minimum 15 years grow up get mental health help while you're there like make sure that it's a which mandatory is the hope right yeah make sure somehow that it's a mandatory thing for her like go get help figure your shit out do you have undiagnosed mental health issues? Let's get those figured out. And then when she gets out, there's no way that she would get out the same person that she went in as. There's just there's just no way. That is very true. And there has been like, there has definitely been cases of things like that happening where people have committed some type of crime as a teenager or a young child or whatever. And they grew up within the time that they were locked up and did exactly what you had mentioned, Alyssa. And uh, then they go in front of the parole board and you can tell that they are remorseful for what they did. Right. They learn from what they did. They've taken the steps that they need to be a better person and they've grown up. So in those cases, depending, of course they could probably be released and be fine out in society, but it also depends on to the severity of what happened. You know, I mean, like in this case, she probably can grow up. But in the case of like, there was a, a boy, I think like last year or, or whatever, that was a teenager that killed another girl. And it was very brutal. I know that is, it sounds like a lot of different cases. Well, there's, be, I mean, but, there's the Queen yeah, of Fu yeah. case where the kid literally made a knife out of mm-hmm. a Wendy's spoon and yeah. stabbed oh a girl. Yeah, yeah. So things like that. That's not something I think you can come back from because I think that is probably like psychopathic mental severe mental health oh, to go out of your way to from. do something like that 100%. yeah in, in yeah. this situation the question i mean with the facts the the gas pedal and the time of day and the going to the, like all of the things ahead of this in my mind point to she not only wanted to kill them or at least her boyfriend she wanted to kill herself and she okay just so you succeed. still think that i still think that absolutely i, I still okay. think that she because there's there's no I can't, like, putting myself in my 17-year-old head, which obviously is very different from hers, but there, there's no logic, obviously it's possible, but there's no logic in going 100 miles into a brick wall in a mm-hmm. vehicle that mm-hmm. you can expect that you're going to get out of it. There's just, no, that that is just not. I can understand that perspective, but I still disagree. I think she just thought that that she would survive. Like, she thought, oh, well, I'm controlling the situation so I can survive. Which, I mean, it's possible that she did think she was going to die. Which is, which, okay. It doesn't matter at this point. Um, I do want to hear from our audience member. What do you think? Do you think that she wanted to kill herself or not? Say yes or no. Because I'm curious. So, I'm thinking about the heightened emotions of a teenager. Okay. Um, And how much we feel things so intensely when we're mm-hmm. teenagers because our our emotions, our hormones, our mental state, we're in that state of you're figuring shit out. You yeah, are still a child. People treat you like a child, but you want to be an adult, but yet 
you're in love with somebody and it's so intense to you. It's Mm -hmm. honestly the love that I've had for people when I was very young is completely different than the love that I have for like my husband or even other people that I've been with. It was so intense and so overwhelming. So when, when, if you go with that aspect, you have, and that can happen to people older too, if they're crazy, obviously, but it could be that mentality of, well, if I can't have them, nobody can. I can't live without them. You know, I don't want to live because I can't be with this person. And she knew that he was going to be breaking up with her. So she might have felt like, well, nobody can have him, but I also don't want to live without him. So I'm going right. to I'm gonna end this type of situation. So emotions definitely And obviously took she didn't have parents that taught her. Yeah, yeah. That 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 my and that mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I that that's exactly where my opinion comes from. Is that as a teenager, you love in a completely different way. That as adults, you can acknowledge is either not love or a very unique, complicated type of love. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. she said, "Well, if you're gonna leave me, then I'm gonna kill us both, and we're gonna be together forever anyway." Yeah, well, so. and and I and I understand where you guys are coming from on that, and I understand I I get that perspective. I just from her, her vibes, everything, and go watch maybe go watch the trial um, clips that there are and stuff of her, and and maybe see what and you see think. Then. How she is, yeah. I just the vibe I get from her is that she thinks that she's invincible. She yep. she pretends to cry or whatever, but I, the when I look at her, I do not see somebody who's sorry. And I don't right. see somebody who thinks that they were going to die. I see somebody who's cocky and thinks that they were going to be fine and that they were going to get away with what they did. And maybe that's harsh, but that's just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds like our audience member also, I think, agrees with that. No, she didn't try to kill herself. I think that's what that person means. Because they just said no. So I'm assuming that means that she doesn't think that she tried to kill herself. Okay, audience member, do you think that she tried to kill herself? Yes or no? Just that that question try to well try to say a sentence actually so that we could yeah just tell us what you think and phase into reading yeah tell us what you think because (laughs) i want to know like i'm curious because like i've been in in engrossed in this for a little bit right like i've watched the stuff and i've i'm just to me i'm like this girl she doesn't care she doesn't Mm -hmm. care about nothing she obviously she doesn't to me also like i feel like she feels like she's invincible and i and I think her mom also thinks that. And I think, I mean, I didn't hear much about her dad. I think her mom is definitely the one that's like enabling her. Uh, So our audience member said, I think that she thought she wasn't going to die. Okay. So we're, we're between the four of us in here. We're we're 50, 50. Yeah. I I can totally see that perspective that you guys have. It's just, like I said, go watch the videos. She's, you might still have the same opinion, which is fine. I'm just like, to me, I just get the vibe like she she thinks that she's hot shit and that she's nothing's going to happen to her. Yeah, I mean, you can tell like in looking at the pictures of her that, yeah, she she thinks she's the bee's knees like she's. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. She probably had the attitude of, oh, look at me. I know I'm hot and I know I can do and get whatever I want. That's kind of that yeah. type of attitude that comes across. If she was, I mean, like, just all the, the facts of this case, like, how toxic she was to her boyfriend and stuff, like, I mean, and, and I didn't read anything about him being toxic, which is possible. I don't know. Sometimes in a relationship, you know, people, other people bring out the worst in you. Especially, again, with how young they both were, too. Like, a lot of inexperience, a lot of emotions, a lot of yeah, immaturity on fair. both sides, for sure. But he didn't decide to kill her. Yeah, right. and didn't drive first into a brick wall at a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's the difference to me is like this: this guy, whether he was toxic to her or not, I don't know. He didn't decide to drive into a brick wall and kill her, right? So well, yeah. even if like because he would said something about a theory that like he grabbed the wheel and and whatever, even if that were the well, case, came from her defense. Right. If if this was not something that she had any intent or plan or whatever on doing, she being the driver had access to the brake pedal, which exactly she did not use. That's what I was gonna say. If somebody grabs your steering wheel where you're the one driving, 
you're going to take your foot off of the gas and put it on the brake, whether you slam on the brake or slow down. Like you're not, oh, someone else has control and you're I'm going to try driving, to take control. You know? In you're any control. situation that is trying to be in her defense, you're swerving to avoid a pedestrian, you're swerving to avoid an accident, you hit another car and you, what, like you're going to, at the very least, remove your foot from the mm-hmm. gas pedal. 100%, right? Yep. And then the level of like, I can't even think of the word. I I like crazy psycho to like, think about your inherent human nature, your human instincts of survival. And you are like, as a passenger, I would be like using my foot that's not on the brake to hit the brake in the passenger seat. Like the, the complete ignore of human nature to survive to just continue to keep your foot on the gas pedal and run into that wall like there's just yeah that i don't even know what word to use for that yeah i mean i feel like it's i feel like it's a combination of mental health and just like selfishness and all of those things like when i first saw this i think i saw this case on tiktok or something and i was like girl i gotta look into this yeah i think it came up on my facebook yeah i was like i have to look into this and then i started looking at it and i'm like oh my god it's a, it's a lot but i hope that you guys enjoyed hearing about this i know that whenever we talk about a case it's not necessarily a happy thing um but you know we all love it at least you didn't try to plead insanity yeah which which like i that's that's part of why i feel like she definitely thought she was invincible was like she didn't try to like say oh i'm insane yeah i'm insane that's why this happened like oh i have this mental health thing that's why this no she just was literally like and it was her mom that commented on her having that condition it wasn't even her i think she also said it but like it came from the information um came from her mom as well and it's like okay like that just shows that her mom's trying to defend her yeah um, and that was what they were trying to say but based i mean like i said based on the internet it says it's usually when you stand up after laying down which okay mm-hmm. maybe it could you know whatever but the likelihood of that is 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 slim just mm-hmm. because like i said it was wasn't confirmed that she had this pots or whatever it was called um, and then all the other evidence, you know, like to me, that just says this girl, she tried to, yeah, she, she tried to, cause like, I feel like, yeah, and I don't know, like, I'm not a medical expert. I feel like even if you did have this pot syndrome that if you like, okay, let's say you stand up and you feel dizzy, right? Like so you've had that, right? Like where you stand up and you feel dizzy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, wouldn't you yeah. try to. Like, if you started feeling dizzy while you're driving, wouldn't you try to hit the brake? Yeah. I've actually had that happen. You're not going to pass out right away. You're going to get a little Mm -hmm. bit of a feeling and then you're going to pass out. Whether it's a couple seconds or if it's a couple minutes. You're going to get that little feeling real quick and then you're going to be like, oh, crap. It just points to that she doesn't, like, that she did this on purpose. Like, because I feel like if you did, like, if I got, if I was driving and I got the feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to pass out. I would hit the brake and try to pull over as soon as, as as quick as I could to try to get out of the situation and not hurt anybody or myself. Yeah. Whereas this girl, whether that happened or not, which I don't think it did, she did not hit the brake at all. She didn't try to stop the car. She just, it's, she turned onto the road. So it's like, it's like when you go to a racetrack and you're racing your car. You turn onto the road or you like enter the roadway or whatever at that line and then you just speed up. And you slam, yeah. That's exactly what she did. She turned and then she sped up like super quick. She was going at normal speed and then all of a sudden she turned onto this road and she went 90 to 100 miles an hour into a brick wall. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I remember seeing that video um, when it came out. I definitely recommend going to watch the video and it definitely points a lot to the evidence, which like I said, in the video, you cannot see the crash itself. You just see her speeding up and going super fast past this mm-hmm. camera, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of glad it doesn't show the crash because that's kind of like, well, and sad. I was looking at pictures of the car and it's, Oh, it's crushed and the wall and, and the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crushed. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Um, so 
I'm going to post as many pictures on our Instagram when we, when this episode goes live as I possibly can, um, without being graphic or anything like that. I don't want to post anything that's going to trigger anybody. Dang, I just looked up the picture of what the car looks like. Yeah, definitely. If you're listening, look up the picture of the car, look up the video, look up the trial and let us know what you think. Send us a message. Send us an email. This beezy. Yeah, we def- I definitely want to know what people think because obviously I'm only I only know my opinion and your guys' opinions at this point. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's clear that none of us are questioning whether she did it. Oh, no, it's it's a matter <laughs> of whether or not she tried to kill herself or not is what is right. what we've the argument right. is at this point. Um Jesus. Yeah, so, the car's in bad shape. It is a miracle that she survived. Seriously. Well, it really is. It really that's is. What, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how could you... Just, I still feel like she thinks that she's, like, invincible, so that's... Oh, these boys were so handsome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I, like we were saying at the beginning, like, they both had so much going for them. And they yeah. both had plans and aspirations. And it sounds like this girl didn't. No. Like, from everything I've read, she she didn't. It was just some good She wanted kid. to be a model. She wanted to, you know, have her cake and eat it, too. And, There's and nothing she wrong wanted- with being a model. It was just the fact that she was in the hospital after she killed two people, whether it was accidental or on purpose, trying to get modeling opportunities in Los Angeles, where she lives in Ohio. Mm, suspicious that she's a beautiful girl herself but yeah she know. is very much so but yeah. just because you're just because you're a good looking person does not give you the right to take somebody else's life right. or no. go through life thinking you're better than anybody else which she clearly did she clearly did yeah she, she was smarter than her. to me she thought she was smarter than everybody too she thought she was smarter than the judge she thought she was smarter than the the prosecution and it's mm. like no, and I, I feel like her mom is that way. T- like, when you see her mom speak, you can tell that, like, obviously she's in, she loves her daughter and she's trying to defend her daughter. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that part. But I feel like she also thinks, like, oh, we're we're going to get away with this. Like, this is... Right. Like, nothing's going to happen here. Like, she's going to get away with this. She's going to get off... Whether it's scot-free or easy, like, sh- they thought that she was going to be be free soon or right then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. She should have taken that plea deal is what she should have done. Because instead of thinking she was invincible, because girl, there's so much evidence stacked up against you. And whoever her lawyer was, if her lawyer did not I mean, we we don't know for a fact because we weren't in the room when that was presented. But if the lawyer did not push her otherwise, he probably did. Because ultimately, ultimately it's their client's decision. But yeah, from what it sounds I like, hope he did th- encourage her to take the plea deal. Yeah, yeah, but because girl, she because w- what what was it that they presented to her like fifteen years or something like that? Um, no, there I didn't. It didn't say the amount of years. It just said a lighter oh. sentence. So it said two oh, okay. counts of murder and one count of drug possession. So it would have definitely been a lighter sentence. It probably would have been like ten or fifteen years as opposed to life in prison. Yeah, so she'll be she in a possibility of parole or not. Um, I think so. It said at least 15 years. So that means that after 15 years, they would probably evaluate like, okay, is she up for parole or not? And I hope that those boys' families show up at every single parole hearing. They will. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, I, I, I hope that she grows and learns and comes to a point where she can acknowledge what she did and what she did to those boys and their families and everybody around them you know that's i think that's going to be step number one for her is acknowledging what she did whether it was intentional on her point or not she did it nobody else did yeah she she i hope that she learns from this i'm glad that this stirred up a lot of conversation because that's kind of what i wanted for this episode after after watching all the stuff and hearing all the stuff dude this girl So that's going to conclude our episode for today. And as we do at the end of every episode, we are going to honor the victims in this case. So I want to give a moment of silence for Davion and Dominic.
All right. Thank you guys for listening and have a great day. And thank you to our audience member for joining us today. Oh, yeah. It was great to have an audience. Hopefully we'll see more of you later. Yep. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. I'm sure we will. Crime Convo Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, Amazon, and Radio Public. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Crime Convo Podcast. You're welcome to contact us with your reviews, comments, concerns, and suggestions at crimecombopodcast at gmail.com. 